Hi, this is Kristen Cabrera, reporter-producer from the Texas Standard. One of the coolest things about working on the show is getting to tell stories from my community, like this one I did on high school UAL Mariachi. But you know, this is Texas. You'd be hard-pressed to go a week without hearing. Dun-dun! Listen anytime to the Texas Standard, wherever you get your podcasts. From KUT and KUTX Studios... Hey there, you're listening to This Song, the podcast where artists talk about the songs that formed and transformed them. I'm your host, Elizabeth McQueen, and for a decade of my life, I was a touring musician with the band Asleep at the Wheel. And my favorite moments were always before or after the gig, when people would sit around and play the music that they were into and tell you why they loved it. I got off the road a couple of years ago, but I still long to talk to musicians about music. And so I created this podcast because, in my opinion, musicians are the most beautiful when they're talking about the music that changed them. In this episode of this song, I got to talk to La Marisol from the Grammy award-winning band La Santa Cecilia. The group, which is based out of Los Angeles, seamlessly blends boleros and cumbia with rock and pop and even disco. La Marisol sings in Spanish and English, often within the same song, and the band just released their seventh record, titled, appropriately, La Santa Cecilia. I spoke to La Marisol shortly before the release of the new record, and she told me about a song and a singer that she heard as a teenager that really helped her understand how music can connect us all. A song that changed my life would be this song written by an amazing uh, singer-songwriter. His name is Fito Paez. He's from Argentina. And he wrote this song called Yo Vengo a Ofrecer Mi Corazón. I Come to Offer My Heart. I didn't know that he wrote it. I, I heard this song uh, interpreted by Mercedes Sosa. I remember coming home from school one day, and I was maybe about 15 years old, and my dad, you know, he says, Marisol, you need to hear this. You need to hear this lady. Oh, my God, this voice. Yo vengo ofrecer mi corazón Tanta sangre que se llevó el río and I heard her voice and it just, oh man, like I was hooked forever and, and I was inspired forever. And this song is one of those songs that I always come back to and that I always, I always find, um, how do you, how you would say, consuelo. I always find, you know, like it comforts me, it reminds me, it inspires me. And I just, I love the lyrics and I love the melody. I can feel myself connected to the earth when I hear her. I feel relieved. I feel like I'm 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 being held. By, by a motherly force when I hear her voice and, and, and when she sings these songs I feel like 
the songs she interpret are not just about love, but they're about love for the whole world and for the whole, and that we all are like one, you know, one human race, one, all of us. We shouldn't be divided. And, and I feel like when I hear Mercedes Sosa, I feel that, that, that it's la madre tierra, que es la pachamama, que es, que es este, our mother, no holding us, holding me in, in, in melody and in, in, in words that, that I need. One of the lyrics says, um, I come to offer my heart and I, and I speak about countries and hopes. Hablo por la vida, hablo por la nada. I speak for life. I speak for nothing. Hablo de cambiar esta nuestra casa. I'm talking about changing this, our home. De cambiarla por cambiar no más. To change it, even if just to change. And it ends with, ¿Quién dijo que todo está perdido? Who said everything is lost? Yo vengo a ofrecer mi corazón. I come to offer my heart. And I get emotional because, because, uh, because I feel like we're living in tough times, dark times. And I can't help but feel affected by all the things I see um, happening, you know, whether it's acts of hate, hate crimes or, or the Amazon burning or the administration that runs this country. I feel sad and I feel frustrated and I feel scared, but I refuse to give up and to lose hope. And that's why this song means so much to me. I feel like these kinds of songs, songs that, that, that Mercedes Sosa sang, these songs that Fito Paez wrote, you know, these songs are like, to me, they're like the equivalent of songs written by, by a Bob Dylan or Nina Simone. I wish I knew how it would feel to be free I wish I could break all the chains holding me I wish I could say all the things that I should say say I'm loud say I'm clear for the whole round world to hear they're not just songs they're songs that that I feel like you can live by that you can find inspiration that that I feel are songs that can inspire people to to change things, to take action, to not just think about ourselves, 
but to think about our community, our country, our humanity. And I love songs like this. And I think that music like this is, is, is something that has inspired me very much in, in what I do. I want to write songs that, that can help heal or inspire somebody to take action. No? And, and that's why I always come back to a song like this. Well, and it sounds like then hearing Mercedes Sosa at 15, it's it started to give you a glimpse into the kind of the kind of life, not just a musical life, but like the kind of life and the kind of person and the kind of artist that you aspired to become. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yes, of course. Although I was also very much, you know, like an all-American kid growing up, you know, I was all into, you know, Janis Joplin and, and I loved jazz music and blues and I loved rock. I, lo- I listened to Nirvana when the, you know, when, when, when it all came out and I loved that. I loved it and it was a way for me to let go of that energy that teenagers have, that angst that we have sometimes. And I also grew up listening to traditional music and, and songs, no, like artists like Mercedes Sosa. When you were a teenager, when you heard this song for the first time and your father played it for you, I mean, were you playing music at the time? When I became a teenager, when I was like around 14, 15, I had just moved back from Mexico and I told my dad, I was like, I want to sing, I want to I want to. I want to be a singer. I, I knew that's what I, I wanted to do Like when I was 14. That's, that's when I really felt the like urge, the fire, you know? And, you know, my dad said, well, if you want to sing, you could come sing at, at Olvera Street. You could come sing at, at Placita and sing at the restaurant with the musicians. And that was his way of, of supporting me and, and telling me, like, this is where you're going to learn. Instead of him saying, oh, well, I'm going to put you in... A, a, a special school or get you singing lessons like he he thought that my best school would be singing on Olvera Street and and man again I thank him again because that's where I learned my craft I didn't go to college for music I learned how to be a musician and how to be a singer and how to sing loud uh, um, and pass the basket around busking on the street with with all these older musicians that played all that beautiful traditional Mexican music and boleros and and Latin American music and and I and I started like officially uh, when I was fifteen on Olvera Street singing with the old guys and I had to be there every weekend that was my that was my job I had to be there at eleven I worked from like eleven to seven p.m. Saturday and Sunday busking all day, eight hours a day, two days a week. That's like a lot of singing. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow. I mean, I would take breaks, so the so the breaks would be between people shifting, like from like the restaurants, like the you know a group of people would come into the restaurant and and you'd come in and sing your song and you know like while all the clickety clackety of the of the utensils. So that helped me sing clearer or louder because the musicians would say, hey, you know, you got to sing loud because if not, they can't hear you because they're all eating. So uh, that's how I learned <laughs> how, to, how to be a singer and how to try to get their attention because I was competing with food <laughs> and drinks. <laughs> and and when you were singing and you, this is around the time that you heard that Mercedes Sosa song. So was that also instructive for you on like, okay, so this is how I want to get these songs across, or this is how I want to sound. 
I mean, I would listen. I would listen to her to her uh, to her music a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, in my downtime. But see, like, that wasn't the popular music, you know? That wasn't the popular music that was played. So, it, you know, it was hard for me to, like, get one of the musicians to learn a Mercedes Sosa song. Maybe they learned, like, Gracias a la Vida, which is one of the most famous songs that she, that she ever sang. Gracias a la vida que me ha dado tanto me ha dado el sonido y el abecedario con él las palabras que pienso y declaro madre amigo hermano y luz alumbrando la ruta del alma del que estoy amando but I, I never really got a chance to sing to sing Mercedes Sosa when I was a, a teenager. And, and you know what? And I didn't really have anyone to relate to or to share with other than my dad, which is why I, I, I cherish, you know, now that he's gone, I cherish all these, uh, all these things because I feel that through music is how I was able to connect with my family, with my parents, you know, whether it was with my mom singing in the kitchen while we were cooking or, you know, I was washing dishes and we'd listen to and sing Juan Gabriel and with my dad, it was, it was, it was Mercedes Sosa and it was uh, Jose Alfredo Jimenez. Se me acabó la fuerza de mi mano izquierda. Voy a dejarte el mundo para ti solita. To me, music has been like one of those, you know, it, it's helped me connect with my family, with my grandfather, with my dad, with my mother. And, and I feel like that I, like, that's what I want to do with my child. I want to share with her music. Although now she's a three and a half year old and she's got a mind of her own and now she's got opinions and things she <laughs> likes and things that she doesn't like. But I, I still try to sneak in, you know, Mercedes Sosa or to sneak in, you know, uh, right now we can, we, can, we can find middle ground with the Beatles because I love the Beatles so very much. I want to share that with her and... And, and also La Bamba, I sing La Bamba to her a lot. And uh, I'm trying to connect, you know, connect her to, to all the beautiful Latin American music as well, you know. I think through La Santa Cecilia, we've tried to, La Santa Cecilia, our, you know, this band I sing in is, has been like the vehicle where I get to, to express and learn and learn to find my voice and learn to express my experience uh, as a woman, my experience as Latina, Mexican-American, but also to find my voice as, as an artist who wants to say more. Yeah, totally. And this new record that you guys are about to put out or that will be out by the time this episode comes out, is that kind of the the mission that you, as a songwriter and y'all as a band, went into making this record of, of like really trying to to make music that spoke to people not just on kind of like a surface level, but on a real helpful way? Yeah, um, it's kind of this this past year has been really like really hard and, and challenging for us 
we started writing, you know, this album, thinking about how we've been together for almost, oh man, like 12 or 13 years. We've been, we've been La Santa Cecilia for, yeah, for 12 or 13 years. And, and uh, we started writing, just writing, writing about our relationships, you know, we're all, you know, half of us are married with children now, no, which is way different, a way different lifestyle, a way different <laughs> life from how we started, you know, and uh, and at the same time while we were writing this 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 record, you know, in in a span of twelve months, our bass player Alex lost his father. A few months later, our percussionist Miguel uh, lost his father, and then this past February, I lost my father, and it it was just like a real blow to us personally because you know when you're in a band we're we're like a family we really are like a family we 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 love each other we love being with each other we're still very much great friends and and you know when you see your bandmate your brother you know going through a loss like that it's like you share in that grief and and it's just so crazy to us to see how we how three of us lost our fathers and that I think has a lot has affected no the, the music in this in this album. Santa Cecilia has always been inspired by life. You know, we, we, we don't try to make up a, a reality that isn't ours or live in a fantasy world. We write about what life inspires us, whether it's love or, you know, talking about immigration and, and deportations. So this, this album has, you know, it, to me it's very personal and, and it's sad. But it, it also, I feel like it has hope, you know, we have... We have songs like uh, Always Together, no, that is like a very disco song. And it's about it's about a couple who wants to, you know, keep keep the love going, keep the passion going. I remember when we met, feels like yesterday. We had so much we had to say before our lives got in the way. Keep your trust always with me until the end I'll follow you. We write our story. And although it seems like it's a song about a relationship, you know, that has been a lasting relationship, it also feels like it's a song about us as, as bandmates and, and how do we keep that fire alive for music, for our career, while all these, all these things are all around us and we're, we're losing people, we're, we're having children, we're, you know, we're in this crazy music business, you know, within our band. There's a huge, like a huge influence of our parents, all, all four of us in the band. You know, we we have a strong connection to our parents because of music, because they they were the first ones to share it with us, you know, because you couldn't change the radio at home when your mom was listening to music because, you know, you, you, you would get in trouble. So now that, that we've lost some of our parents and now that we have our own children, like more than ever, I think through music is the way that we that we share our love, you no? Know? And 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 I think that this album, this La Santa Cecilia album, is is that is just 
You know, we're trying to share our life happenings, you know, whether they're good or or bad or sad or addicted to social media. Like we need to express ourselves. We need to share how we're feeling, you know, and, and it's it's real. It's the stories that we'll leave behind to our children and that I, I can only hope that maybe my child one day will listen and, and, and she'll say, oh, you know, that, that reminds me of my mom or I remember when my mom sang that song or shared that song or I mean that's that's it like I think we live we 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 continue to live on through through our family and through the things that we shared with people This is Always Together by La Santa Cecilia from their new self-titled record. And I had such a wonderful time talking to La Marisol. I mean, I cried like five times during our interview. (laughs) Cathartic crying because she was saying all these things that I needed to hear, that I, I need to hear. I mean, I know it's true, right? But I need to be reminded sometimes that music is more than just words and melody. It's a gift that can inspire us to move forward and can connect us. Through love. If you want to check out more of La Santa Cecilia, then head to the show notes page for this episode at KUTX.org. KUTX is the radio station in Austin, Texas, where we make this podcast. You can find a link to the band's new record and to their tour dates, as well as to their videos. I personally love the video for Winning. Winning is a song about social media use that, like, gets me. Probably gets you, too. And as always, you can find a Spotify playlist there where you'll hear all the songs we referenced in this episode all the way through. And that's it. You have come to the end of another episode of this song. This song is a production of KUTX 98.9 in Austin, Texas. This episode was produced by Art Levy and me, Elizabeth McQueen. This interview was edited by the amazing Nadia Hamdan. Nadia also does the morning newscasts on KUT 90.5. She is an amazing and multi-talented producer, and we appreciate her so much. Thanks to Deidre Gott and Peter Babb and Todd Callahan for all they do for this podcast. And yes, it is true. Our theme song is Mahout by Austin's own Hard Proof. Right on. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. KUT's next AT Explained live show is April 3rd. Brand new stories about Austin's people, places, and culture told live on stage by your favorite KUT journalists. I've never gotten any specific invites from Steiner Ranch. And that's about the time Charlie chomped down on that chicken. I will hypnotize you into securing my law services. Join us April 3rd at the Paramount Theater for KUT's next AT Explained Live. Tickets are on sale now. Get them at austintheater.org. And we'll see you there.